If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Hello, everyone. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast. You are listening to Tuesdays with Tammy, and today I'm going to talk something about something called doorbell dread. And if it's not something you have experienced, it might sound a little weird, but I'm going to talk about it because it really is a difficult thing if you have ever been in a position where you're ashamed for some reason to answer your door. And so I'm going to talk about that a bit from the perspective of growing up in a hoarded home and um, being aware that answering the door meant you were letting people into a space that didn't look like other people's spaces. So um, it can still be very difficult and triggering as an adult after leaving a hoarded home. Um, It can still put you into a state of panic in your own home, even if there's no reason why that should happen. Like your house is fine like it would be presentable for most people but you still get that anxiety and that rush of fear that someone's going to judge you and not that long ago I had this happen to me and it's one of those things where you think you've dealt with it and in actuality it wasn't me being afraid of answering the door it's that I was busy I was on a call and it wasn't I wasn't in a place where I could really stop what I was doing and I heard someone knock on the door but because I was actually recording and actually doing something I couldn't go at that time to answer the door and later um, it happened again that same day and again I was recording something and that sense of someone's at my door and I can't answer it for whatever reason, really came up for me again. And it's strange to think that it's something you've thought you've handled or that you've dealt with and it's still coming up. And it's really true for many of us that grew up in a hoarded situation that even after years and we don't live there anymore and we don't, our own home doesn't look that way. Um, It might not be up to our standards say, but it doesn't mean it's hoarded, but we still have this knee-jerk reaction that someone's here, I'm not ready, and they're going to judge me if I open that door. And I feel like there's a lot more people that deal with this kind of trauma aspect than we're allowed to talk about. And it doesn't have to necessarily be hoarding. It could also be um, issues with alcoholism or drug use or just mental illness that, um, caused things to be really chaotic and dysfunctional where where you lived and you wouldn't want to invite people over or have friends in because of that situation and I think it's valuable to acknowledge that there are a lot of people that have some kind of trauma left over from their childhood or their experiences that comes into their current life and One of those things is definitely doorbell dread. And I'm going to share some from a blog that I wrote because um, I think it's really a a piece we need to be talking about. And I use the hashtag 
um, hashtag A-K-O-P-T-H uh, for adult kids of parents that hoard. And there's quite a few of us. It's an estimate that in the U.S. alone that there's approximately 19 million people that struggle with the hoarding issue in the U.S. And that's a lot of people um, alone. But if you look at every person that hoards impacts at least one person, that's a lot of people. So anyway, I'm going to talk about doorbell dread because I think it helps us work through some of these things if we A, put a voice to it and B, know that other people also struggle with this issue. There it goes, my peaceful evening shattered by the sound of the doorbell. Freaking out because someone might see my house and judge me. I make my way to the door and I'm so relieved when I see that it's someone that wants to sell me a magazine. Oh good, it won't be weird if I don't let them in. If you grew up in a hoarded home or similar dysfunctional situation where strangers were not allowed in, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't grow up with that kind of shame hanging over your head, you are truly blessed. Doorbell dread is a real thing, and it can create havoc with our emotions. Not to mention, kick our anxiety into high gear. Your heart rate goes up, and sometimes that anxiety might keep you from answering the door. It really can be overwhelming sometimes. And the other part of this that you may not think about is... Even if your house is spotless, acceptably clean, or at least organized, we might still say, please excuse the mess. And when I've done that in a situation where my house actually is not a mess, I get that look of, what the hell are you talking about? And then that moment, I'm reminded that people come to see me and not my house. And that can be a hard mindset shift do if you're not used to thinking that way. Honestly, I believe that about 99% of the people that come to see me really don't care what my house looks like. And I've actually been told that I don't actually have a mess when I have said, please excuse the mess. But here's the other part of that. If I know you're coming over, I probably straightened up for 10 minutes like a mad woman before you showed up. Therefore, I can be a little more relaxed when you get here. The thing is, is that even if I pretend like I don't care, I do care about the state of the house, and that's the whole problem. Most likely, I could tell you a hundred things I didn't get done before you arrived, but I don't go into it because somewhere in the logical part of my mind, I know that you're not here to see my house. But later I might dwell on it and I might realize that one of those dust bunnies, because bunnies multiply, right? Might have rolled out from under that couch and attached to your shoe and trailed all through the house attached to your shoe while you visited. For the most part, 
I've learned to just go with it. And if my house is not up to my standards, well, the thing is, is I won't die if there's a dish in the sink or if there's a dog hair on the couch pillow. So I'm learning to relax a little bit because newsflash, most people don't live in a pristine environment. And it helps me to realize that it's not necessary to have everything perfectly straightened out and organized in order to have people over and to relax while they're here. So I'm learning to say, come on over, let's have coffee, let's have a chat. And the dust bunnies and I will gladly welcome you in to the home where we actually live. So I invite you to think about your experiences if you grew up in some kind of chaotic environment and if you currently experience doorbell dread take a step back and look at maybe why that's happening and consider that maybe it you could shift how you respond but i also understand that that can be really difficult because a couple years ago i had this situation where my coffee pot died and so i was already having a stressful morning because I really wanted coffee and I didn't feel like going out to get it. I really wanted it in my own kitchen. And so I figured out a way to make coffee, you know, boil it in a pot on a stove. But right at the time that I was dealing with the coffee situation, someone knocked on my door and it was people that had religious things on their mind. But I just found it very ironic that that, doorbell and all that happened at the same time that I was dealing with a coffee pot crisis. So I think it's also one of those things where we may not realize something is stressing us out until after the fact. And we may not realize our response was trauma related in some way. And we may not know that. And it might take us a little while to consider how it is that we keep responding the same way. But I can assure you that doorbell dread is real I can assure you that you are not the only one who experiences it, and you definitely are not alone on the journey and the struggle with dealing with any aspect of hoarding, whether you're the person that hoards or the adult kid or a youth trying to get out of there, you are not alone. And I think that's the key piece to remember is that there are people who have survived this and are working on ways to figure out how to intervene earlier and better. And I invite you to check out the website, homesareforliving.com, and you can find the link to the podcast as well as a blog and um, other information there that might be helpful. So thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast, and I wish you a very happy December, a Merry Christmas, and happy holidays. If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, Let's work together on a solution. 